Hello, and welcome to the Drop a Stitch podcast. I'm Danny, your host. And I'm Natalie, your other host. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about temperature blankets. Yes. We have here the expert, as we said in the last episode. Uh, Natalie is the expert of temperature blankets. Picture me rolling my eyes as she, <coughs> said the, as she says this every time. Um, but she <laughs> is. Anyways, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about water temperature blankets. Um, where do you start? And all the fun stuff because we are at the very beginning of the year. And um, I wanted to say this in the last episode, but I thought to save it for now, for this episode. Um, <clears throat> why do, do you think, as somebody that sells a pattern for the temperature blanket, that people wait until the beginning of the year to start the temperature blanket rather than the last the the last month or so of the year <clears throat> to start don't you want to start like january 1st yes but so why would people start people start january 1st i mean not because they buy the pattern yeah but you can always <coughs> go back in time i'll tell you all about it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> they see it pop up on their feed they think about it starting January because that's where people start posting about their color charts and everything yeah. and then they're like ooh I want to do this too and then they just backtrack for a couple of days it's fine huh mm-hmm. well yeah I guess I guess so okay so it's going to be a fun episode um, if you're planning on making a temperature blanket um, you should definitely listen to this episode and if you just don't know what a temperature blanket is also listen to this episode <laughs> gonna be fun you know chatty chatty and yeah um lots of information as well that's what we try to um bring bring and give you guys so okay let's begin with the expert of temperature <laughs> oh, let's start with what is a temperature exactly blanket. tell please tell us what is a temperature blanket essentially a temperature blanket <laughs> and I'm going to use the crochet temperature blanket as an example, but it could be anything. It could be a knit scarf because I've also done that. It can be anything. But basically, you want a you want something. You basically have a color chart and each color is associated to a certain range of temperature. Mm-hmm. And then every day, you choose what temperature you want to use, whether it's the low, the high, midday, the average, whatever it is. We'll get into that. Um, and whatever temperature you pick for the day is the temperature that dictates what color goes with it and then every single day you do a row mm-hmm. of that color so you can't plan ahead you have no idea what your temperature blanket's going to look like it follows the weather That's so it's amazing. really fun because you'll see how the weather reacts you'll see oh here it got really cold here it got really warm and it's yeah. very interesting and it doesn't have to look like as somebody that doesn't that isn't making the blanket wouldn't know why this color is there or like they won't see all the little details that you'll yeah. notice so it looks like a fun colorful blanket for most people yeah. but it's really really great when you do it yourself and it's i did i didn't mind as a way because i like to plan everything mm-hmm. prior to <laughs> doing anything she does you guys <laughs> so this was my way of like i'm gonna let Mother Nature, take the wheel on this one. I'm going to pick out the colors. I know I'm going to do a row a day, and we'll see where it goes. And Mother Nature did a great job because you guys all love the temperature blanket that came out of it. (laughs) Um, And if you guys listened to the first episode, 
Um, I met Natalie when she was making her very first temperature blanket. I remember this girl coming to the cafe with this huge, massive IKEA bag mm-hmm. with her massive temperature blanket in it, and she would just sit there and be all cozy under the blanket, just stitching one row at a time. Yep. And yeah, temperature blankets <coughs> are not for the faint of heart. They take a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. It's 365 days. Yeah. So plus a row. I did a, white, a row of white in between each month. So to you can separate. separate them, which yeah. I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. And adds another dimension to the blanket, which is fun too. Yeah. Um, and then you have to do a border and weaving all the ends. Which there are a lot. There are a lot. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a fun project. Okay, so I want to know, because I didn't know this before, I'd never asked you, but how did you come up with the idea? Where did you see it? And how did you make your pattern? Because before you, I never, ever heard of a temperature blanket. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I came <coughs> across the idea, I think, on Instagram or Facebook or something. I came across it. Sorry. And <coughs> it caught my curiosity. I was like, ooh, what is this? This is fun. This is, like, you don't know what's going to happen color-wise. Mm-hmm. So I started looking <coughs> into it. But most temperature blankets don't have the greatest color scheme. Yeah. They're pastels or a lot of people um, like to do, which is really cool, but may not look the best um we'll do special colors or like sparkly yarn or like fluffy yarn or add things for special days which is really fun but is not like super cohesive with the rest of the blanket so i had found a few and i thought they were great um like the idea of them but i didn't like any of the color schemes so i decided to try to see if i could create a color scheme that worked Mm -hmm. and so i went to michael's looked at the yarn that was not super expensive because the temperature bucket will use a lot quite of, a bit yarn. of yarn you need like 12 colors plus the color for the border and the monthly separation so it's 13 yeah. colors of yarn and on some of them you'll barely use even like a quarter of a skein and on some others you'll use multiple skeins yeah so i ended up picking vanish choice which they had in stock at the time um, and I literally... Oh my gosh, sorry to interrupt you, but I remember you saving every <laughs> single label. Yeah, I needed to know how many <laughs> how many I needed. <laughs> so I got to Michael's and I literally, I wanted to do the same rainbow as was like the popular thing. Yeah. But it, like, I think people failed to realize that you can have a color and then have a color that like the next day have something that's five colors away because the temperature changes so greatly, especially where we live. Yeah. Like we can literally have 20, 30 degree difference within a day from oh, the yeah, next. Oh yeah, for like, sure. So we need to have a color scheme that every single color works together. So I picked 12 colors and I laid them down on the, gr- literally on the ground in the island, Michaels. <laughs> this was pre-pandemic. It wasn't as bad then. <laughs> and I literally played with the colors and moved them for two hours and a half. What? I spent two hours and a half in the island, Michaels, being like, no, this one's not right. Changing the color and then putting it against five colors down and five colors up to make sure that it would look w- good with no matter what was next or before. Yeah. And then I was like, no, this one looks weird with this one. Okay, I, let's, let's see if I remove this one and put this one. Okay, now this one has a problem with this one. And I just kept playing around with the colors until oh I God. found, like, the perfect, the perfect rainbow that I thought looked great. and Which it did. Yeah, apparently so, because that's what caught the eye of most people. Yeah. I think a lot of people have seen temperature blankets before, but I think 
mine stands out because of its color scheme. Somehow. I think so, yeah. That's what most people have said. Like, I've seen so many, and this one looks the best. It's just so crazy because everybody tries to use these crazy colors, but yours are such simple. a, like, simple... Yeah, simple, but, like, a rainbow color that it looks so good. Yeah. You know? It's not, like, these... Um, I don't know, aqua color or whatever. No, it's just blue. Or, you know what I mean? It's just so simple, but that makes it look so nice. And I think you have to adapt your color scheme (coughs) based on where you live, too. So because we live in Canada, we start off the year with winter, then we have summer, and then we go back to winter before the year ends. So if we're doing a temperature blanket... Yeah, no, I'm good. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If we're doing a temperature blanket, what's fun with our climate is that you start like, so with the rainbow, I had the the cool colors, the blues as the cold weather and the warm colors, the yellows, the orange, the red as the warm um, colors. And so you start off in the yellows, the blues, you slowly transition to like the yellow, orange, red, and then you go back to the blues. You go back to the blue, yeah. So like, it's really nice and it's balanced when you look at the blanket because the beginning and the end, although the colors are not in the same order and they don't exactly match and they're not the same size, it flows well. Oh yeah, So if you live somewhere where you don't have as much, and like I used five degrees Celsius, um, increments for each of the color changes. So on, on my color chart, But if you live somewhere where there's barely any variation, like if your climate doesn't go from minus 40 to plus 40, if your climate goes from like, I don't know, 10 to 30, you you need to shrink it to two or three. So you need to adapt it for your climate and you need to think your color scheme based on where you live. If you know it's going to be colder for the first half of the year and warmer for the second half, it's not going to look the same as us where we have winter, summer, winter, you yeah, know? Yeah. It, like, it's it's going to look different. So you have to think of that. So I had, I say this project, I didn't want to do a lot of planning. I did a lot of planning. Oh, yes. Except for where the colors sure were. I did. Um, the other thing you have to take in consideration when you're doing a, a temperature blanket, which is what kind of decided the stitch for me, is that it's going to be extremely long. Oh, yeah. You have 365 rows. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe sometimes 366, depending on the year. And the monthly separation. Yeah, Yeah. separation. And then you want to add a little border to finish it off nice. So... Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you did. Very simple, single crochet border. One one row or two? I think one. (laughs) Very simple. It was just because... That was it. That was a like tip. Um, whenever I had the same row, like the same color of <coughs> yarn, like two or three rows up, I wouldn't cut my yarn and weave in ends. I would just carry it up the side because I knew I was going to put a border. Yeah. So it saved me from having some ends to weave. Yeah. So that's why I had to do a border. But I did yeah. do a border, and I'm happy I did because I had started with a a row of white at the beginning. So I ended with a row of white and then just did a border around it. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so your color chart and your color is to me, the most important thing you could do. For sure. And the, the stitch, look. like you said. The stitch is next <clears throat> because you want to have something that's very, like, short in row height so that you can have 365, 66 plus monthly separations plus yeah. border. And t- in order to do that and it not looking like a scarf, you need <laughs> to plan your width ahead of like time. Like a massive <laughs> scarf. Yeah, super long scarf. You need to plan your width ahead of time so that it's not like 
a super narrow but tall blanket and it's yeah like more like a rectangular normal size blanket um so that's what i had done mine ended up being about 66 inches wide and 78 inches long which is fairly big it's 60, bigger than yeah. long like than a <laughs> the big throw yeah um but it's great honestly and it's it's heavy but not too heavy it's like yeah. almost like an in-between to a weighted blanket so it's it's honestly it's really great to snuggle under and you can fit two people underneath it to that's watch amazing. a movie. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the gist of what a temperature blanket is and how I started. And the sole reason why I decided to create a pattern was because everyone kept asking me questions. Yeah. Like, the post blew up. Everybody <coughs> loved it. I had, like, this was my post with the most engagement ever. And then Tony from TL Yarncraft did yeah. a video on YouTube that she was thinking of doing one and that my blanket was her inspiration, which... Yeah. I feel pretty proud of. Of course. <laughs> that was so big for me. For sure. um, and then, yeah, so a bunch of people from that found me and liked me. And I was featured in a few, like, articles from, like, online yeah. magazines. <laughs> and actually, um, the Debrosi is that how I'm saying yeah. it? The, her co-op pattern featured my blanket as well. Um so yeah, so it's been super nice and people have been asking me questions. I figured at some point I was like, I'm just going to do a pattern. It'll be yeah. easier for everyone. And, and also so much you money. Well, yes, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that That's also nice. Yeah. There's so much like details to take in consideration. So yeah, it was really nice. You don't want to have to be as nice as you want to be with your followers and with people. You don't want to be spending hours trying to explain something that has so many details to every single person. And also everybody's questions and needs are different. Yes. So, y you know, it, it, it was just good for you and your time to create something that would fit everybody and that would answer everybody's questions. Yeah, for sure. And I worked the pattern so that you could use it to make your own too but it has all the info like if someone really wanted to make and I don't know why they would but if someone really wanted to make the exact same one that I did mm -hmm. they have like literally what every single day color is and what the temperature was well or at least the colors maybe they don't yeah, yeah. Use the colors are the main thing that people want to know mm -hmm. um and yeah, they're made of. It's made out of vanished choice, which they've they discontinue colors and bring back colors all the time. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. It's annoying because yeah. when I started making my blanket, I had all the colors available, and then it took me like almost two years to make it. So by the time I was like, okay, let me pick this up again and finish it, which is when I met you at midnight. Yeah. Some of the colors were discontinued, and I was kind of That's freaking so out. And I was annoying. like, I need to finish it. But then I found some in like resellers online and ordered it and got it. And now these colors are in stock. Again. So it's like, it's they did discontinue and bring I back colors. They, I think they even took it out of Michael's, didn't they? Yeah, they took it out of Michael's. You can order it online now. What? Um, but yeah, and I've helped a few people that they couldn't find specific colors. So I've helped them find alternatives colors. Oh, that's nice. So, because I still have some left over. So I have the yeah. actual colors. So like I've gone to Michael's and like matched it in Impeccable as closely as I oh, can. Oh, that's nice. So that, that helps. But yeah. every year different colors go in stock, go discontinued and come back. It's so it's so a little annoying. weird. Um, but yeah, m I, like this year, there's only two colors that are not oh, available. Okay. And one of them I can find online. So there's only one really that people can't find. And it's a fairly easy one to match. So oh, that's not good. Bad. Yeah. Um, How do you use it? How do I use it? No, have you used it? Of course Your I've blanket. used it. Of course I've used it. Yeah? It's like the most used blanket that I've made. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. At first, no. I'm going to say for the first year after I've made it, it's like I had a, 
ladder where I could display blankets in my living room. And it was very nicely folded over there. And I was like, no one touched it. I put so (laughs) much time in this. No one is touching it. Yeah. Nothing is spilling on it. It's going to look nice and pretty. Forever. And that's it. Um, And then I was like, this is silly. I put so much time into it. I'm so proud of it. Let me use it. And like, honestly, like it's the most favorite thing that I've ever made. Oh, that's good. It's so heavy. It's so cozy. It's great. I love it. So yes, I've used it multiple times. Good. Okay. So um, where to start? If I'm new to this and I don't know um, where to start and I'm so interested, I really want to make a temperature blanket. I know how to crochet but I have no idea how to make a temperature blanket. Well, you could always buy my pattern. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I wanted <laughs> to get for. <laughs> <laughs> You could always buy my pattern. I have two things in my shop. I have the pattern, which tells you all the steps and how to make exactly the one that I've made. And you can customize it by changing your colors and your temperature range. That's and very I, easy to do. I want to just give a little side note in here. If um, you want details, Natalie has all the details in her <laughs> pattern. Trust me, this girl put all the effort in the world the the pattern is just amazing thank you (laughs) well it is and then i created a planner um so like i recommend people buying both because the planner is basically a space where you can write down like what yarn you're using what your color chart Mm -hmm. is and then the temperature every day and then what color needs to be and you can check mark it like check mark them like once you're done so you know exactly where you are and you can keep track of the temperatures um but yeah so i would start with that or finding another pattern online or wherever um if you don't want to create your own that's the easiest way to go um second step would be deciding your temperature range you can quickly google online like what's the temperature range for this location like mm-hmm. coldest weather or warmest weather um keep in mind that whatever you pick is your hottest and your coldest weather um you you will barely use if used like when i did mine i had picked colors that were cooler i think i had one extra color that never made it in the blanket i think oh, it was really? like yeah it was like a super navy or like the black and it never made it because it never got that cold. Oh, okay. Um, So yeah, pick um, your colors and your temperature range based on your climate. Um, And then... um, And also keep in mind too that, um, like Natalie said at the beginning, if if where you live, uh, where you live, doesn't get um, super hot or super cold, you need to adjust the range instead of doing um, five degrees, you can do three, two, yeah. or even one even if it one. doesn't get like super different throughout the year. Yeah. Um, the next thing you'll need to do is kind of decide which temperature of the day you'll get. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's because, important. Yeah, that's very important. That's something I hadn't thought of until like the first day came and I was like, I'm going to record my temperature. And I was like, wait, but which one do I take? Because yeah. <laughs> like you'll get hourly temperature, you'll get morning, you'll get afternoon, you'll get, and it's yeah. like, wait, which one do I get? Um, again, it depends on where you live because we lived in Ottawa, Canada, um, in the winter, our mornings are super cold. Yes. And we have, like, the wind factor, which makes it even colder. And then in the summer, our afternoons are super hot. And we yes. have the humidity factor, which makes it even hotter. Yeah. So I was like, I can't use a morning temperature. I can't use, an like, afternoon temperature. The evening just makes no sense. I can't use, an like, an average because it's never going to show me the coldest. It's never going to show yeah. me the warmest. I can't use the high or the lows for the same reason. So I decided to do the noon temperature because mm-hmm. I felt like it was kind of fair and in between for both the winter and the summer. I've seen people do high. I've seen people do low. I've seen people that have 
a lot of courage do a temperature for high and a temperature for low at the same time. Oh my God. Which is insane to me, but what? good on you. Um, so you have to adapt it to your climate. If you don't have a lot of variation, you can take the high of every day if you don't, or the low, depending on where you live. Um, but for me, I felt like noon was the safest. It was right in between everything. So mm-hmm. it would show both range and it worked. Nice. Also, I feel like you should keep in mind the kind of yarn that you're using. If you yes. want to go with bulky or super bulky yarn, this is not the project for you. You are going to have a massive blanket that you can probably fit your whole neighborhood under. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, that's bears to mention. We used, I used Vanish Choice, and that's a worsted number four. Yeah. Which is why I had to use a very, like, short height row stitch Mm -hmm. Uh, but you could use like fingering and everything if you really want to yeah um the main thing is like having the color options so you have to and ideally you want something that's affordable and easily accessible because Mm -hmm. you're going to need many skeins of certain colors none of others so and it's not like you can go to michael's or whatever store one day and just get all the colors at once because you're not going to know how the temperature is going to look so you have to buy your um uh, all the colors that you're gonna need one skin and then you know as you yes. progress you go get more unless you're doing <clears throat> a temperature blanket for a past year yes. which you can also do so if you're doing it for like an upcoming year or like 2023 which i'm I, doing which are you doing well no you're no. doing it past year okay yeah but what i wanted to say <laughs> is okay Wait, li- what little story no 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 little story of my temperature blanket so um, when Natalie made hers and we took pictures in here in my house, it's so beautiful. The concept, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. And I was, I was thinking I want to make a temperature blanket that it's super meaningful for me and for my kids. So I decided to do my kids first year of life in the temperature blanket. Yes. So for Luca, he was born October. So I wanted to start in October and then finish October the next year and have the temperature of his first year of life, which I think it's so beautiful. And I'm so excited. I started last year and it just go crazy, got busy. Was it last year or the year before? It was last year. Okay. Because you were pushing me to do my pattern as I was pushing you to do. Okay, so it was. As I was convincing you that it was a good idea. Okay, so it wasn't last year, it was the year before. It was 2021. What in 2023? Yes, okay. Sure, I'm still not used to it. Um, very end of 2021. Okay, so it's still been more than a year. Yeah, oh yeah. So I started it, and then life just got busy, and I haven't... Hey, maybe we should have added this to your gold last episode. Maybe yes. this year you finished a blanket. I, I really want to, because I've been enjoying making blankets, and I am looking forward to making that blanket. Luke is really, really loving blankets at the moment. He stole the blue one that I made, yep. that I had for my living room. It's just gone. Like It's in his crib. And now, sadly, is ripped in a few parts. Oh, no. Yes, because he's been pulling it so much. And the stitch it's for It's not the, the strongest fur, yarn either. It's, it's not, but it's also the pattern that I made. It's super flowy. Yeah. And it's almost made with um, double crochet, which is it's a variation of the double crochet. So it's it's kind of holy, you know. It's not like the most dense sti- uh-huh, stitch. pattern uh, stitch. Um, so he's putting his fingers and he's just been like pulling it. And he, when he's upset, he just, you know. So the other day I went to 
take it out of his crib and I seen, you know, little dandets here and then. It's not undoing because the stitch is so... Yeah. In the yarn itself, it's really good. It um, holds. It holds really good. So it's not... Every time I see one, I try to make a knot to, yeah. like, you know... Fix it. <laughs> but, yeah, he's been loving that. So I know he would love this blanket, but I also don't want him to... I don't want to say ruined it. <laughs> it would be much more resistant, though. Yeah. Plus, he'll, yeah, by the no, time no. you finish it, he'll be like three. <clears throat> no, girl. If I'm, if I want to finish it, I'm gonna put time in it for. Once Should we I bet on this? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Once I start with my calendar again this year, I can fit it in. Okay. I I, I know it's gonna work. If I do a couple of rows, and you know, it's to me or for me, it's never a couple of rows. It's. Yeah. It's always like four hours more. worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I addicting need once to you start. Finish this, it's yeah. addicting. And you also crochet a lot faster than me, so it'll take you a lot less time than it took me. I guess, but it's also worth the wait. Yeah. And it's also one of those projects that you know it's going to take you a while, so you kind of like put it aside. But to me, it's also so satisfying seeing the, the color change yes and, and you're I like i'm do done one, one month one i'm done more. one month yeah. um, it's it's very it's a very satisfying project yeah. and it's a project i'm i've done so many things but that's this is the one project like i'm most proud of because i'm like oh for sure the amount of time and yeah. effort that went into it like i forget how many hours it took but i remember at one point we had calculated how much yarn i used and how many hours it took me approximately yeah and we had we had like calculated how much I would have to sell it for oh my God. to just pay myself back, like not make profit, literally cover the cost of the yarn and cover my time. And it was over $3,000. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. I would never make one for someone else. No. Um, I mean, for my kids, eventually, maybe one day, like you're doing, yeah. but not like I would never take an order for a temperature. I mean, oh, yeah. unless you're willing to pay me five grand, then I would absolutely do it. But yeah. aside from that, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely not. But, yeah. So, what were we saying? Oh, that I was making Lucas blanket. Yeah, I also want to make Isa's, but she's only six months, so I have the excuse that I want to wait until she's one to, you know, have every single day and then yes and that's the thing too like temperature blankets don't have to start january 1st like, no they can start at any time like mm -hmm. you can have it at luca's birthday isabella's yeah. birthday you could have it like some people have done their first wedding year like yeah that's as so an nice anniversary too. gift like i have someone that bought my pattern that told me that she bought it um, they've been together for, they've been married for seven years the, and her goal is to make the blanket for the first year of their marriage. So from the day they got married till a year later Aww. and gift it to her husband for their 10th anniversary. And I'm no like, that's way, super that cute. Is so sweet. Um, people have done it from, for their pregnancy, for the child's first year, for relationships, for wedding. People have gifted this as wedding gifts, wow. which again, you love your people and you are dedicated. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's not a small thing to do. Um, so yeah, you can use it for so many different things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's great. And it, d it doesn't have to start on the first of the year. It can start any day. And it doesn't have to be like something upcoming either. Like if you didn't record a temperature, you can just very easily Google like what the temperature was then. Yeah. Um, I think I used, it's time and date that I used and you can just enter your location and you have like the hourly temperature. Like you have it all, all the thing. You have the average of the day, you have the high, you have the lows. 
so you can just go back and find the temperature because let's like I tried really hard to take note of every single temperature the, the year that I made mine but I forgot some days oh, like yeah, I got busy sure. and I forgot and I thought I had and then I went back like two weeks later to try to add a row and I was like mm, I didn't have that day's temperature so I would google it yeah we have the internet, people. I know. We can find anything. Um, so back to the point of buying. So if you're making one for the upcoming year, buy one skein of yarn of each of the colors that mm -hmm. you're going to use. So you at least have that. And as you use it up, buy more of each skein. If you're making it in the past, you can kind of figure out how many. Yeah, you can. How many skeins you would need. Um, by like weighing how much you use in a row and figuring it out and buying everything that you need. So that could be. I mean, if you're planning on buying yarn that's not super accessible or more expensive, that could be a good idea to it's do a lot of past work, year. But it's a lot of work. It's doable. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to go to the store when I run yeah. out of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. Yeah. If you want to use more expensive yarns, I would probably recommend figuring it out ahead of time just yeah. to make sure. Because Especially if you don't know if the yarn is going to be available. Yeah. And that's the main thing is if the yarn is going to be available. <laughs> the good thing about this project, though, is you don't have to care about dye lots at all. Yeah, because you're, the, the the colors change so much that no one's gonna notice if your olive green is not exactly the same color as your other olive green. Yeah. Like there's so many other colors in between, no one's gonna notice. I didn't even look at lot numbers. Oh yeah, I just replaced skeins when I used them and just kept going like that. So that's that's a great thing. Yeah, and if you don't have enough color to finish your row and you see it, there's a different dye lot, just rip that row off and start off with the new skein. You're good yeah. to go. Yeah. Um. So that's a good thing. Um. Yeah. What else do you want to know about temperature blankets? Um, I don't know. What else? What else? What else can we talk about? I think it's. I think we have covered everything, like all the basics of the temperature blanket, and um, it's just such a fun project. But like you said, you have to be really dedicated to do it, and know that there is resources out there for you to make your blanket and. Um, if you have questions, you know, when, if you buy Natalie's pattern, you can always message her. Um, she's going to be willing to, you know, Absolutely. answer your questions and, um, yeah, just, you know. You can also, I mean, if you're feeling adventurous, you can also like make any kind of other project that's temperature like a temperature project it doesn't have to be a blanket. I've yeah. seen people, I mean, I've made a scarf. Yes. Eventually I'll publish a pattern for it. Um, but I've seen people make scarves. I've seen mm -hmm. people make um, table runners. I've seen Cute. people make, and there's different ways of making a temperature blanket too. The, the standard kind of original way is to do a line a day, Yeah. Um, but you can make a granny square a day. Yeah, wasn't uh, Tony doing Tony that? Tony did that. But um, she, was she doing a square a day? Cause that's a lot of squares. Yeah. She was doing a square a day. A square a day. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of Some squares. people, I've seen people do a square day and place it in a calendar kind of setting and use white for the days that oh, are like that's blank. that's so nice. So they have really like, it looks like a calendar and yeah. then they have every month like that. I've seen people um, go just granny square back to back to back to back to back yeah. for all the days. Um, I think Tony even did one where it's, she starts from the corner and adds her squares oh, like diagonally, yeah. which is nice. Personally, I like the ones where you can kind of tell the monthly separation. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel like that kind of goes well with what the idea with of the, the pattern theme is. too, yeah. Um, but there's so many different, you know, stitches and sizes and shapes and everything yeah. that you can make. One day, when I have a baby, 
I will make them a temperature blanket. I already have my idea. I already would know what it's going to look like. Yeah. So one day when I have a baby. Cute. You'll be able to see that. Um, yeah. So, and you can make it, like, knit. You can make it crochet. You can, you can make it, like, you could do, like, macrame. You could do yeah. anything Pretty that you want. Anything. You can adapt it to anything that you want if yeah. you just, just the are concept creative is really nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a great way, like, it's it's a really meaningful way to remember a year that yeah. means something to you. And before you ask, no, 2017 didn't mean anything to me special. <laughs> I was just literally like, hey, this looks like a cool project. It's 2017. Let's, Let's make do this. It. <laughs> there is literally no thought process on, like, what this year is going to bring or if there's anything important. Yeah. I was just like, this is a good idea. I've seen this now. The year is starting. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it, it's something that could be really, really meaningful. And, yeah. like, a heirloom that you pass down in your family. You know, yeah. like, if it's... Like, you're going to make one for your kids first year, you know? Like, that's something yeah. super cute that they can, you know, carry oh, with them, right? Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, it's, it's a, like you said, it's a very nice and meaningful project. It's time-consuming, but it's totally worth it if you want to do it. And you're probably going to hate yourself in July or yeah. in the middle of your <laughs> blanket or your project. But at the end, you're going to be so happy you did it. And it's going to be so rewarding to see every single row every different color it's just gonna be amazing so if you want a sign to make a temperate temperature blanket let's let this be the sign yes and go make your temperature blanket you're not gonna regret it, it it's a beautiful project natalie did it it's beautiful I, I still love all the pictures because it's just so cool. I, I just love it. It's so colorful. And I'm doing mine, so I just need to finish it, and I'll, I'll show you guys whenever that's done. <laughs> Hopefully soon. This year. Hey. Oh, yeah, that's true. You've committed to our listeners that I know. you were going to do this this I, year. I will. I want to. I really want yes. to. But I just have, you know, like an itchiness in my back that it's telling me to change the yarn that I use. I'm not going to lie, I started a temperature blanket in 2022, and I loved the idea that I had before I even met my boyfriend. I was like, I'm going to do a his and hers blanket. Oh, yeah. Put out in the world what I want to happen in my life. <laughs> and it did happen. And it did happen, and things are great. Um, but, yeah, I'm unsure about the color selection that I had. I was going to make it all neutral. Yes. But I'm unsure that. if this is what I still want. So mm -hmm. I kind of, I think I did January and a bit of February and I stopped there. But I, I still want to do it because this one actually is a special year. And yeah. I like his and hers like it would be really cool. Um, but yeah. I think I did probably like a month or month and a half of Lucas blanket. And I was thinking if I should use wool ease instead. Yeah, that would be nice. Because it's I, more in your color palette too. It one is more in my color palette. I made Isa's blanket, which is called the Isabella blanket, and it's so nice. Yeah. The yarn it's so nice and I feel like it's not as heavy. That's true. As the impeccable. It's a little bit lighter than it's lighter than the impeccable. Yeah, because even between the van and the impeccable, the impeccable is a tiny, tiny little bit bigger than the van. Yeah. I know with the impeccable it would be beautiful, it would be heavy, nice. But I just don't know if I want yeah, well maybe that. Maybe we need to go yarn shopping. Maybe we should. We really should. I think we should, you know, plan the next <laughs> day where we're going to take pictures and film reels and go on a little trip to the yarn store. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. So, um, temperature blankets. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, tell us where they can find your pattern. Um, uh, in my shop, either on Ravelry or on Etsy. Um, on Ravelry, I think it's under my name, which is Nathalie Buffard. Or in Etsy, it's um, Nidalee Co. Mm-hmm. So you can find it in my Etsy shop. We're going to link it um, in the description yeah, of, the, of the podcast, whether you're listening on you know, anywhere or yes. YouTube as well. We're going to link it there. So if you're interested, you can just check the description and you're going to have the link to Natalie's uh, pattern, which is, like I said, extremely helpful. I have it. No, I didn't pay for it, <laughs> but I have it. And it it's, was gifted. It was gifted. <laughs> but it's 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 amazing. And I have also the, 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 planner. the planner, which is so freaking helpful, especially if you're all over the place like me. Um, you you need that. So, yeah, everything is going to be linked in the description of the podcast. Yeah. And don't feel bad if you don't finish by the end of the year. No. I, my 2017 blanket, I finished at the, in the fall of 20, no, 2018. 2018? I think 2018, 2019. I don't know. I finished a while <laughs> later. Um, oh, yeah. I think it was 2018, 2018 yeah. I think. Um, <clears throat> and then I didn't publish the pattern until 2021. So, like, yeah. You know, so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. You started yours. My son's blanket is still in my closet. Yeah, in mm-hmm. 2021, and we're 2023 now. I know. <laughs> and you're a month in. Yeah, um, yeah. And my 2022, I'm a month in, and we're in 2023. So do not feel bad. I'm honestly, that's the thing that amazes me the most. Like, people tag me in their blankets which I love to see and they're like only a few days to go to 2022 and like I have a month left in my blanket and I'm like how (laughs) I'm amazed like people have dedication it's it's so amazing to see but yeah and I mean the best advice I could give you if you are struggling to finish it get a buddy to kick your butt yeah i had multiple i had all you girls at knit oh, night yeah. being like you need to finish this you're not bringing anything else to knit night other than your blanket no and that's what i did for months until i finished it mm-hmm. and i'm so proud aren't of it. you happy <laughs> i'm very happy <laughs> uh yeah i so, think i think that's all for today's episode yes. right if you have any other questions or anything else mm-hmm. you can feel free to message me or us mm-hmm. and or leave your questions on youtube yeah so and we'll yeah. answer them happily. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed today's um, episode. Yes. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.